Welcome to the Limitless Hairdresser Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. At Limitless, we believe you deserve to live the life of your dreams, and we're here to help you make that happen by bringing you high-vibe educational episodes from myself and leaders in the fields of meditation, personal development, and conscious business practices. We're here to provide you, the beauty professional, with mindful tools and support for an enriched career in life. So plug in and tune out the outside world and let's go on this journey together. Welcome to episode number 61 of the Limitless Hairdresser podcast. Today we're going to be talking about, you know, that thing that everybody's on, everybody uses, Instagram. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So as I was putting this episode together, I'm currently working on the back end of my Instagram for my page and for Limitless Hairdresser to take it to the next level so we can be even more intentional than we have been. And we're actually going to be starting to work with an educator. Her name is Brie and she has an Instagram handle called Secrets to Social Media. She's amazing. You should definitely check her out. And we're going to be diving a little bit deeper into some of the stuff I'm talking about today, but I wanted to give you kind of an overview of the things that I've noticed myself struggling with and becoming aware of using social media, using Instagram specifically as a part of my business as a hairdresser and as a part of my business as an educator, and now as a part of my business as a full-blown company. So there has been a lot of you know, back and forth with it in my personal life. I've been like, I hate it. I'm quitting. I don't need it. And then I'm like, I love it so much. I miss so many friends. So, you know, it's been a very, you know, pendulum swing for me personally using this app, but I know that it can be an amazing tool. And one of the things that I kept coming back to, especially as I was putting this together, really looking at what are the struggles and what are the solutions and what are the things that are beneficial and what are the things that feel kind of negative? And this spiritual quote kept coming to me. I've used it a lot on this podcast and probably if you've worked with me one-on-one or anything, you've heard me say it a lot of times because it's one of those things that my spiritual teacher had had shared with me and I've heard through multiple different spiritual texts. And it's that our mind can be a terrible master, but an amazing servant. And I feel that same way with Instagram. It's like we can let Instagram rule us or we can rule Instagram. And that's a quote from Buddha, right? Our mind can rule us or we can rule our mind. And leading a soulful life, leading a heart forward life really means that we're not letting our mind, our, our negative thought processes, our conditioned habits, our things that make us feel anxious and depressed and low vibe and like we are being worked against instead of worked for from the universe. And that's how I wanted to approach working with Instagram mindfully is that we want it to work for us, not against us. We don't want to feel like crap when we get on there. We don't want to feel less than or like a lack of self-confidence. We want to feel empowered and we want to feel connected and we want to feel like we have a healthy relationship with it. And if we don't, it's time to take in like an evaluation of what's going on and figuring out where are the places that I'm not in alignment with um, my purpose with this 
where's my intention and how can I make this work for me instead of against me? So my journey with Instagram started about 10 years ago. I became an educator for a hair care company and I started to be traveling to different salons and with different sales reps and I was meeting so many people and I thought, wow, Instagram seems like a really great way to stay connected and just touch back base with these people who I was meeting in real life and have a place where I could share things with them and connect. So that's how I, why I started Instagram in the first place was strictly because I was becoming an educator and I wanted to stay connected with the people I was meeting. And back then, we just did not have any tools that we have now to know how to do it successfully or how to do it intentionally, make it work for us. And so I was just like, so random I had no (laughs) direction at all and then it started to be posting hair pictures and etc etc and I slowly started to catch on to the trends but during that time I had had two children I had opened a salon and I just wasn't focusing as much attention on it as I am now but during that time even with just trying things out I made so many connections with people that I still talk to to this day I was able to travel the U.S. teaching classes and selling out workshops all over the country. And now I have a company where I am sharing mindfulness, spiritual development, and conscious business with people all over the world. And it's given me this place where I can stay connected. And I really want to take it to that next level because the stuff that we have to share here is so valuable and important. And I want people to feel happy and enjoyable in their lives and their careers. So it's kind of like my calling and my duty now to step up my game. So going through this list was really eye-opening even to me. So The benefits and negatives, I kind of broke these down into two categories, and then I'm going to share with you some tips on how to use Instagram to enhance your life and make it even better instead of making it feel like, ugh, what did I just waste my life on in this last half hour of scrolling, right? So I'm going to start with the benefits because I always like to start with the positives first, okay? So we've got connect with aligned peers and community. This is a great way that we can connect with people. Like in my life, I've been able to build a community. I've been able to connect with people who are like-minded and I'm finding so many new people all across the world that I love and I never would have known them before if I didn't put myself out there. I'm able to speak directly to an ideal client. So we're able to speak exactly to the people who we want to serve and that we have things to offer of value for other people's lives or their businesses. Um, Think about like maybe a client that you're going to serve in person or maybe a client that you're going to work with online. You're able to connect and speak directly to them so they know what you have to offer. You can build a business that feels good and it feels like you aren't working and that you get to have an opportunity to live a life that is exactly how you want it to be and exactly on your terms. Um, We're able to open up new streams of opportunities. So putting ourselves out there on Instagram mindfully and intentionally, we're able to connect with people or different brands or companies that might not have been able to see us or notice us if we didn't put ourselves out there. So it creates other opportunities for us outside of maybe what we're doing right now. So it creates this limitless expansive um, world that's way beyond just what we see right in front of us. So you can have so many more opportunities if you open yourself up to that more massive scale. 
You can build your confidence and find your voice. Instagram has definitely helped me kind of hone in like how do I want to present myself? How do I want to speak? How do I want to be viewed from other people? And it helps even in your personal life because you start to kind of figure out what does that look like for me instead of absorbing what other people are doing or mimicking what other people are doing? I mean, we do it all the time, right? We see a new trend, so we start wearing it. We see a new hairstyle, we start doing it. This gives us an opportunity like, well, how do I want to be presented? What do I want my voice to sound like? How do I speak? How do I act? How do I move? What do I look like? Um, because we, ha- we have the power of choice to put all that out there on a little curated square. It's pretty amazing. Um, so that has definitely helped to build my confidence in like the truth of who I am and what I want to say. And it gives you a platform to do that. You get to learn about yourself because being on Instagram and putting yourself out there can be really freaking vulnerable and it will reveal to you your shadow side. It will reveal to you the things that maybe you don't like about yourself or that you feel are hard for you and you're able to see that more clearly and then have the opportunity to overcome it. I know for me there's been a lot of deep healing that I've been able to do because I have found people who are going through similar things as me. It makes you feel supported and it makes you feel like connected, like you're not the only one who's going through a specific kind of trial in your life. And so when we find those people who are in alignment, we feel supported and we feel connected instead of feeling isolated and alone. So that all comes from putting yourself out there, you'll learn so much about you and where you can grow and where you can heal. And that has been a really valuable tool. Now, that being said, everyone has to do these things on their own time at their own pace. Like five years ago, me, four years ago, me wouldn't be talking about some of my trauma that I've had in my life or obstacles that I've had. And it took me time to feel comfortable in my own, like, IRL, like my own real life, (laughs) to be able to do that. But once we do, it can feel very freeing instead of like we're hiding. And really, that's when we start to connect. Once we've done some of that behind the scenes work, we're able to help other people by sharing our stories in an authentic way. And even though it can feel vulnerable, it can also feel very freeing to our soul to be able to express ourselves in a very authentic way. So the negatives, if we're not being mindful and using Instagram in a way that's beneficial for us and we're letting it rule us, so we're doing it unconsciously, it can pull us out of the present moment. We can get so sucked into our phone that we're not even living in the present moment and we miss out on so much stuff in our real life. We can fall into comparison and that can lead to having a lack of confidence or low self-esteem because we're comparing what everyone else is doing to what we're doing and then we cannot feel like we're doing enough or we feel like we're you know way far behind and everybody's all ahead of us and got all this stuff and look at how little we're doing because we're staring at it so much in an unconscious way that's not productive and it's not intentional we can feel disconnected from others because we are comparing and we're disconnecting maybe even in our personal lives in our real lives that's our physical world because 
we're so consumed with what's going on on the internet that we lose touch with how we want to be, how we want to act, how we want to move. And we start thinking, oh, should I be like this? Because those people are like this and they're popular because they have all these likes and all these followers. So I must try to be like them. And it can be a very, very difficult way to live when you go down that road. Um, distraction from our goals and our dreams. When we're watching other people all the time and you're just scrolling, watching what everyone else is doing without any purpose or intention, we can get distracted from where we're going and what we're doing and what our path is like and the things we need to get done. We can create unrealistic expectations of ourselves because we think that this curated world is what life is actually like. Instagram is just one little snippet. It's like a, it's like the highlight reel. It's like the outtakes, right? It's not the whole encompassing version of someone. So getting so caught up in watching other people and not focusing so much on yourself creates this idea that that's what their life is like, which isn't true because we're all going through life in our own way and that's very deeply personal to each individual. And that creates an unrealistic expectation when we start to believe and think that life should be like that or life is like that. We can attract unideal clients because of a lack of focus. So if we're not very intentional and clear on our message and who we are and what we're about, we can start attracting a whole lot of stuff into our lives that is like not what we really want we're like how did I get here how come all these people are in my life why don't I have the kind of clients that they have and it's because we're not focused enough because what you put out there is what you're going to attract so if you're putting out there a bunch of random stuff and it's not focused and it's not intentional you're going to get people who are don't have focus and don't have intention if you're intentional and you're focused you're going to attract that so like attracts like it's the law of attraction you're going to attract what you put out so just being mindful of that am i in a place right now where i feel like i have a lot of funky stuff funky people weird clients that i don't really vibe with why is that it's because what you put out is what you're going to get back okay so that is a little brief overview of what it could be like if we are mindful and the benefits we can have or what could happen if we're not mindful and we could let that negativity start to brew because of instagram and i would hate for that to happen for you because i swear this platform can be so amazing for us especially as people who serve other people it creates such an opportunity and I really really want that for you and I want it for myself too so I'm taking my own advice Hey, Limitless fam, do you ever find yourself in the same frustrating patterns, feel disconnected from your higher self, feel lost when it comes to intention setting, think you have more to offer, but you're not sure where to start, or maybe you wish you were more inspired in your career or life, you feel like you're trapped in your current situation, or maybe you're just trying to figure out what's next for your life's path or your career. Mindset mentoring might be just what you need. I just opened back up my one-on-one -on -one mentoring called Mindset Mentoring. 
These spaces are filling up fast and I have a limited availability. So if you're interested in working one-on-one with me to help you figure out how to set intentions, visualization for manifestation, tap into your meditation practice, learn how to use energy in your work, align with your purpose, help you rewrite your story, and figure out different ways to enhance your life and your career. If you're interested, you can head over to kellymason.com and you can click work with me and choose mindset mentoring. And there you can request a session. I'm going to be offering this one-on-one mentoring for a limited time. So if you're interested, get on my schedule. I'm now booking out through the summer. So I would love, love, love to work with you. So go ahead and head over to kellymason.com, click work with me, click mindset mentoring and get on my schedule. So here are my four tips on how to be more mindful on Instagram. Make it work for you instead of against you. Number one, what are your strengths? Identifying what we are good at and what we're not good at is really helpful so that we can express ourselves and use the tools that Instagram has to offer in a way that works for us. Some people might be really funny and they're really great at sharing a humorous story or sharing like small little jokes that align with their message. Um, You might have a really artistic eye and you're really good at expressing yourself through a visual storytelling on your page. You might have a really great um, knack for storytelling and you're really good at telling stories about situations so that people relate to you and you can have call to actions that are aligned with that. You might have really incredible insight and valuable guidance to offer. So these are all things just to figure out like what are your top strengths? Like for me, I would say my insight and my humor are definitely my top strengths. Things that I'm not as great at that I'm learning how to use to the best of my ability are like my artistic eye. For some reason I can do amazing hair and three-dimensional art, but like flat lay art is not my jam. So I'm learning by hiring other people to help me. Um, and having outside resources to help fill that void that isn't necessarily my strength. Some ways that you can utilize this are through step-by-steps. So maybe if you have something really valuable to offer, break it down in a step-by-step format where you're listing things. Maybe using your Instagram stories. I know a lot of people who really lean into Instagram stories as their strength, and they pretty much only do Instagram stories and post less on their actual feed. Um, bullet points are a really great way to express something in a very clear manner, like, like this, 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 this. So figuring out what works best for you, maybe using a blend of things, but finding out what that thing is that makes you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. That is what your, your strength is going to be. Number two is reposting other people's posts that align with you and your message. So this helps to create content that you don't have to make yourself all the time because I could spend hours in Canva. Canva is an app that I use to like create different imagery and stuff like that. I could spend so much time in there just making stuff all the time, but that is so time consuming. So filling in some of that space with sharing other people's things, it gives you extra content, A, but it also helps you to make connections with like-minded people. It helps you to create um, opportunities to collaborate. It opens up a doorway for communication through direct messaging. Maybe you repost somebody's stuff. They're like, hey, thanks for posting that. And then you start having an open conversation. It creates community. So if you have um, 
maybe you're an educator or you're someone who has a lot of community around you, sharing people's stories and other people who are in your community's work or ideas or posts is a great way to give a spotlight to your community. Um, This helps to support your vision without creating every day. And I think that's really, really helpful. And a way that you can find this stuff, this is my pro tip, is follow a hashtag or a couple of different hashtags that align with your brand, with your message, with your voice, and find things that are in alignment from the hashtag. Um, I love sharing spiritual memes because they just make my day. And they're aligned with who I am, what I'm about, and I know that people who follow me would like it. So I follow a few different hashtags like hashtag spiritual memes, hashtag crystal memes, hashtag, you know, spirit made me do it, whatever. And you can follow those hashtags. And so then I get to see an abundance of different accounts who are posting like-minded things because they're all using that hashtag. Um, This also helps me find new people to follow. So it gives me this open doorway to find new people that are in my niche and I can follow them so that way I can start to create more expansive community and connection throughout Instagram. Okay the third thing is ask questions in your Instagram stories. Ask them to DM you the answer. I started doing this a few times a week and I love chatting in my DMs because I can actually have a real conversation and that's what I like to use Instagram for is to really truly connect. I don't use it as like a portfolio or to just put all my work out there. I'm using it as a way to start conversations and see how I can serve people better or how I can collaborate with people on a in a way that I wouldn't be able to if I just posted on their on their feed like, "Oh, love this pic. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, love this. Oh, that's great." And, you know, every once in a while that's fine too, but if you're actually intentionally trying to build a relationship, it's best to try to have a conversation in the direct messages because you can actually go back and forth and have a really intentional conversation. It's kind of like, you know, sending somebody a text and being like, hey, hope you have a great day. And they're like, thanks, as versus to asking them a question and then you start having a conversation back and forth. So this helps you to have more meaningful conversations, but pro tip, expect that people on the other end are anxious and nervous or timid to chat. So notice how much you do this. Do you do it a lot or a little? Are you on people's uh, accounts barely ever commenting or maybe just making very small comments or an emoji and not ever answering their questions? And notice that when you go to post a question, because in the beginning I would be asking way too deep of questions and I was like asking people to spill their guts on my feed and like no one is really going to do that, right? So you have to be very intentional and strategic about what kind of questions you're asking. Are they easy to answer? If they're easy for people to answer, then people probably will start commenting because they're like, oh, I feel okay about that. But if it's a question that's like, tell me your deepest, darkest secret, comment below. People are going to be like, oh, I'm not doing that. I don't even know what to write. Do I write this? And just put yourself in their shoes. Um, would you feel anxious or nervous or timid to respond? If you're asking these questions, you need to make sure that they're easy for yourself to answer. Okay. Um, Just create questions that are really approachable to answer in your call to action, and you'll get a lot more people engaging with you. My fourth thing is pre-plan your pictures. 
So this is something that I've started to do. I use an app called Plan, P-L-A-N-N. I know there's a lot other ones out there. That's the one that I use. And I can take all of my pictures that I like and I can put them into the back end of this app. And that way I can make sure that I like the way my stuff is looking. There's been times where I go rogue from this and then I hate the way my feed looks. So I'm trying to be more intentional about that so that I am not working so hard at posting things in the moment. And then I can use my captions as a way to post things that are more in the moment because sometimes there's things going on in my life that I want to share right away and I don't want to pre-plan it out a month before. So just a little tip on how to make it work a little more smoothly for you and quickly. Um, use different conversation styles. So instead of always just posting an inspirational quote or just posting like a literal version of what your picture is, either share a story or teach something you know if you have a if your market of people is clients like share something that would really benefit from them another big tip about writing your captions is not everything has to be a novel boy did i learn this i would get on there and i just want to write a story like i want it to be this whole like you know chapter book <laughs> it's so much to say which is probably why i started the podcast but you can write small things as long as they're intentional and ask yourself would I respond to that and maybe one long you know mini blog a week is enough but every single time people aren't always going to read that I've even had some of my friends be like I love your posts I love what you post but man I don't have time to sit there and read all of the stuff you write all the time and I was like hmm touche so I really have been mindful of that in the fact that I have to put myself in other people's shoes. I'm not going to sit there and read every person's long post. So every once in a while I might, but I want to make sure that I'm giving a variety of different captions so that people aren't going to lose interest because it's too much information to handle. So that's where you can kind of go back to like making a few bullet points or just asking a question or just posting a quote or just telling a joke or just asking them to do something. It doesn't always have to be a whole long thing. So my last tip is probably the most important one. And this is how I've been able to learn to love Instagram, learn to love marketing and keep putting myself out there. And it's something that I started doing just this last year. Gosh, I can't believe it took me 10 years to figure out that this is what I needed to do. But I took a whole entire month off of Instagram for the month of December. And what we did was created a PDF document that's completely for free and it walks you through the steps of how we did it. It's called the Instagram Vacation Planning Guide and you can find that at limitlesshairdresser.podia.com and that's where we have all of our offerings living at. And what we did was we thought about, okay, if we're going to go off of Instagram, we can't just go cold turkey and disappear. So we created a campaign guide for you on how to let your audience know, warm them up to the fact that you're going to be leaving, give them value before you leave, and let them know when you're going to be coming back. And that creates a really seamless way to transition off if you need a break. And I think that taking a break is so absolutely 100% important and healthy because it helps you to get more creative, let inspiration flow. So you're not always pumping stuff out. You're not always plugged into the ethers. You're able to take a step back. So we decided as a company that we're going to take off every single December. So we're going to go off of Instagram every December 
and we'll use other streams of connection like our email list and we'll use our Facebook groups to stay connected with our community so we're not just disappearing, but we're going to actually take a break from Instagram. And we're also going to be taking off time in the summer and every single Monday. So you'll notice on Mondays we don't post on Instagram and we did that very intentionally so we could take a day off that we aren't putting out content. So there's not content going out seven days a week. There's content going out six days a week. But we we just decided that one day off a week would be a nice refresher and that that has worked for us. And then we are taking off periodical times throughout the year that we have scheduled. So we know that we're looking forward to them. Just like if you'd go on a regular vacation, these are our vacation breaks from Instagram. And during that time, we're able to kind of refocus our attention and reevaluate where we're at, where we're going. So that has been very, very helpful for us to use this tool mindfully and efficiently so that we don't get sucked into thinking it's our entire world because it's not, but it's such a great tool. And I want to keep using it as a way that's benefiting us and it's serving us and not us serving it, you know, like not feeding the machine. We're actually having it work to our benefit. So If you love these tips, please, please, please help us share the word. Take a screenshot of this, share it in your Instagram stories, tag us so we can say hi, what's up, and repost it, and let us know what you like about it. Let us know what else you'd like to hear. We're always here to be serving you. So if you have an idea for the show, if you have an idea or a concept that you think we should share, shoot us over in our DMs because we will definitely be there checking them. So have an amazing day. And hope to see you out there on the gram.